there, and welcome to episode 22 of Dead Reflections Podcast. We are your hosts, Caleb, Colby, and I'm your boy, Josh, a.k.a. Church of Voyages. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. New episodes drop every Monday and Friday. Actually, that's not true. We've changed that just We've a little bit. We've changed that. Schedules will continue to change moving forward. But uh, this episode will come out uh, this Friday. week, Friday. Yeah. Our goal here is to give someone at the table the chills, and if we're lucky, we might even send those spooks along to you. Before we get into the podcast, we have a couple familiar with failure updates. July 9th in Midland at Sound Deep Forever Fest. August 4th in San Angelo at the Dojo. August 5th in Houston at the White Swan. We always have new shows in the works, but we'll wait till dates and venues are secure before announcing them. And on the topic of bands and merch and all that, what y'all got on? Josh, what you got on? I am repping Death Wish Coffee today, and I have Grogu on my hat on my head. Little fun thing. It's a you know uh, optical illusion. He looks sad, but then when I look down, he looks happy. His ears wow. move. Yeah, Walmart. Oh, they be stepping up their shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. What about you? Well, I'm wearing a little indie band called uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, dude, I heard that they're getting pretty big. Yeah. yeah, they've been working on their stuff for a while. I don't know. I think I think they're going to stay local. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. kind of sound like a Greta ripoff to me. <laughs> Just a little fat or whatever. I don't know. I think, I think Greta Van Fleet's way too big Maybe. for for them to even catch up. You're going to shout out the hat that you got on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Weimar Hormikas. We are the voices of the Weimar Hormikas. The worst team in the Pecos League. The voices. <laughs> How tragic. Uh, I think I'm wearing a shirt that I've worn maybe like two or three times uh, <laughs> already. It's Wolfskin. It's our boys, homies Dude, That's A-OK, Dakota, man. So. We don't have all the money to buy all the merch, even though we try. Yeah. I have actually put a lot more money. Since we started doing this, I've bought just like random shirts. I'm like, okay, I just need I need something yeah, else to do. Me too. I go to Walmart and I'm like, all right, is there anything cool? No. Fuck. Yeah, shout out Wolfskin. They're from uh, South Dakota. Yeah. Sioux Falls. We played Sioux our Falls. very first show with them. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, what did we draw from Steven Alexander last episode? So we, we drew a fan submitted uh, topic and it was... The Whistler. Who, who? Oh, that was Abram. Abram, that's at right. At the uh, Hole in the Wall show in Austin. And he wrote down The Whistler, which <clears throat> uh, we we did reach out to him. He sent us the story that he heard it from. Um, we will not be doing that story today as it is it's like very long. two hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully, um, I have a plethora of Whistler stories. Um, Josh has one. Yeah, I got and one. So, Hopefully we do it justice. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's, there's not one whistler. There's multiple like, there legends and, and stories of creatures that whistle at people. And, Which is interesting. I never, I never would have thought whistling would be a scary thing. I don't know. That's weird to me. Yeah. But yeah, there's I a lot of stories. A lot of stories. I think it's um, it's kind of like the the nursery. Uh, rhyme like kid like uh, quality to it that mm-hmm. makes it kind of creepy. And I will say that also like, I've noticed that in a lot of like uh, like hero films, you know, like action films, like 
they usually will make the bad guy whistle, like when he like does something bad. Mm, like right. you know, he'll like kill somebody and then be walking away, and he'll do yeah. his little whistle. It's weird because like you were away. saying, it's childish, but it's sinister. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have. Let's see. What one, about Caleb? What story do you got? Two. While he's looking. Three. He, well, yeah, he's four, got a bunch. Yeah, I went, yeah. I'm just going over what my stories oh, will entail. Gotcha. So, okay. well, you have three? Four, actually. Holy <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> um, but some of them are pretty short. Um, there's the El Sibon, Silbon, El Sibon. which is a South American tale. Ooh, that's fun. Um, that's and our then, first trip to South America. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then um, the Tea Kettler, which is an American uh, folk tale. And then a... A short story called The Whistle from it's from a um a book of short stories. I can't remember the author right off the top of my head. Like a, like a book of horror short stories. Kind of. Okay. And uh and it and it touches on um a little bit of history about like monsters. Oh. And um uh, like um with whistling like old European monsters. Yes. And Dude, uh, Europe be having some fucking gnarly so ass monsters there, so yeah. I mean, and then my final story, which is the the lengthier one, is a story from Reddit um, about a, a person's personal mm. encounter. And I also have a video that we will get to watch. Dun, 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 dun. Nice. Uh, my story is not related to the Whistler at all. I went different with this route on this episode. It is a short, short story, so I'm not going to give you any information at all. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, and my story is a whistling story, like we said. It's a... Uh, basically about how some like the title of it i'll just tell you the title of it it kind of explains it is like if you're in bed at night and hear someone whistling hide immediately oh shit and it's about what that's about (laughs) well i guess we'll dive right in we want to light our ceremony candle ceremonial candle yes we do i'm gonna do this one right here I don't know why I went Halo with that, but hey, let's go. Yeah, so <laughs> so we're going to start off with El Sabon. El Sabon. Getting deja vu. Oh. Real strong deja vu right there. Ooh, okay. Weird. Probably because oh I just said it like five minutes ago. No, maybe. Whoa. No, it was the candle in the Halo thing. So I'm a part Did of it. Did piano start playing? Am I going to die? Let us get into the story. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh. This is the legend of El Sabon. A Latin American urban legend told mainly in Venezuela and Colombia. Legend tells of a boy who lived with his family in Los Llamos, Venezuela. The parents pampered the child so much that he turned out to be a spoiled brat. The boy was very demanding and was very picky at the food he ate. One day, the boy asked his father to hunt for deer deer meat. Not wanting to displease his son, the father goes out into the woods to catch a deer. Unfortunately, the father was unable to find any deer and went home empty-handed. When the boy sees that the father has come home empty-handed, he gets so angry and plunges a knife into his father's stomach Jesus Christ. and takes <laughs> out his intestines. Yeah, we're going, in, we going in hard right off the bat. Son then gives his father's entrails to his mother to cook. Not knowing what has happened to her husband, she willingly cooks his entrails. The mother doesn't stay ignorant for long as she starts to grow suspicious. 
Once the mother realizes that she is cooking her husband's remains, she runs out of the house to find her husband dead, disemboweled and surrounded in a pool of his own blood. Grief-stricken at the sight, the mother falls to her knees and weeps. The grandfather of the family takes it upon himself to punish the boy by tying him to a tree and repeatedly whips him until his back is raw and bloody. To make things worse, the grandfather then rubs lemon juice and hot chili peppers all over the boy's wounds. The boy is then handed a bag that contains his father's bones. Not done yet, the grandfather lets loose a pack of dogs to chase the boy. As the dogs chase the boy, the grandfather curses him. The dogs eventually catch up with the boy and kill him. His ghost then becomes known as El Sabon. El Sabon is known as the Whistler because his ghost is always heard whistling the seven basic notes. Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti. Slowly drawing out each note. If you hear this whistle, be careful as this whistle is deceiving. When one hears this whistle up close, they are safe. But when the whistle sounds far away, it's too late for you. One particularly disturbing thing that El Sabon does that he enters people's homes at night. Once he's inside somebody's home, he will lay his bag of bones on the floor and count them. If no one hears the bones or notices his presence, a member of the household will die. Interestingly enough, however, if the family is awakened by the noise, the household will experience good luck. Elsa Bone is described as ex extremely skinny and tall, towering over treetops. His bag of bones slung on his back. He can be seen wearing a tattered white suit and a white-brimmed hat. Others have reported seeing Elsa Bone being chased by dogs. It's often mentioned that Elsa Bone hunts down men who have been unfaithful to their wives. Elsa Bone is also known for attacking drunks in their sleep. As the drunks are fast asleep, Elsa Bone will uncover their belly button and suck the alcohol that has been drained out of them until the alcohol has been drained out of them. Thankfully, there are always ways to protect yourself should you ever come across Elsa Bone. One way is to remind him of what he had done and why he has been cursed. The other is to keep one of the following three items nearby. A whip, hot chili peppers, or a dog. Fortunately, El Sabon is mostly active during the rainy season, February through May, so there's plenty of time to gather your protection. As with any legend, there are many variations depending on who is telling the story. One such variation is that the boy kills his father because he was abusing his mother. That's why he targets um, abusive males. Other variations of legend also have, has the brother punishing the boy instead of the grandfather, and other versions, it is the mother who cursed her son, yelling out, Eso no se la hace du su padre. Maldito eres patoa la vida. Which translates to, you should have not done that to your father. You will be damned for the rest of your life. Whatever the version, it is agreed that the boy kills his father and is cursed to carry a bag containing bones, whistling along the Venezuelan plains. And so now 
I will lighten up the mood um, by telling you about the tea kettler. Uh, that does that sounds scary? <laughs> so the tea kettler, <laughs> appearing somewhat similar to a small, short-legged dog, but with the ears of a cat. The tea kettler is said to inhabit inhabit the more densely forested areas of Wisconsin and Minnesota. It is. It will only ever walk in reverse. That's a freaky detail for whatever. Reason. <laughs> what? And uh, its its body is actually turned. Um, so like oh. its its front legs are on its hind, and then his back legs are under its head, but it walks backwards. Like the body walks backwards. <laughs> uh. It will only walk in reverse, and it gains its name from the noise that it makes while, whilst emitting steam from its mouth. A high-pitched akin whistle akin to the noise of a pressure kettle when boiling. Could you just imagine seeing that, and it's just like... As these elusive creatures are so shy, very few have had the good fortune of laying their eyes on a tea cutler. But if one hears the sound of a, the kettle on boil when out in the forest, it is a good sign that there is one going about its business somewhere nearby. This is what the tea cutler looks like. Oh god, so it's, it's really just flip-flop. Yeah, it's just a backwards dog. Yeah. Basically. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of... Cat dog. No, it reminds me <laughs> of... What movie was that that had the dog with the upside down head? It was like a it was like a satanic movie or whatever. It had like an old man that was walking all like and then it had a white like beautiful pit bull but his head was upside down on his body. I've never yeah. heard and of it. And it freaks me out because uh, my story for episode 23 uh-huh. is also about backwards shit. Oh, it's so weird, dude. <laughs> it's that uncanny valley bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the tea kettle. They're not too scary. It's just a little. Nah, dude. If I saw dog. some dog with his head on his ass, <laughs> I would fucking run. All right. How does he see? So, this next story is also about a dog. Fuck. What? What? Whistling dogs? What the fuck is this? But but. It's a normal dog in this story. Oh, okay. The things I do for love. <laughs> Courage, cowardly dog. So this this story is called the whistle, and this is the one from the uh, the legend um, book book of tales. Oh, okay, okay. On a small isolated farm in South Carolina, an old woman lived alone with her dog. One night, as she was going about her chores, she became conscious of an old, odd whistling sound somewhere outside. It seemed to surround the house, but did not sound like high wind in the pines, noises of nature, or a human whistle. It was very strange. Curious, she went out to the farmhouse door. As she did, she noticed that her small terrier was barking and howling on the back porch. This porch, which was enclosed, made a dark and snug haven for the pup. She opened the door. The wavering and high-pitched whistle seemed to be coming toward the house from across the hills. Yet, it was as hard to locate as the chirp of a cricket. 
it must be some of the local youngsters trying to frighten her, she thought. But shut and bolted the door and hastily got her late husband's revolver just in case. She returned to the door to await whatever might be going to happen next. The dog stayed on the porch, for if it were just pranksters, his barking would frighten them away. The whistle never... Excuse God. The whistle came nearer, although the old woman could see nothing. Then it seemed to turn, pass slowly around the house, and approach the porch, where the now hysterical, hysterical terrier was almost beside himself with excitement. Soon there was a terrific outcry and sounds of struggle on the back porch, then silence. As complete as it was terrifying, the lady alone in the stillness shook with fright. She did not dare go out onto the porch. Eventually she went to the bed went to bed. The next morning she investigated. The dog was gone, and blood was splattered all about. What had taken place? The whistle had stopped when the struggle began. But what was it that had caused the bloodshed? What happened to the little terrier? No one ever found out. Was it the source of the whistle? Or what was the source of the whistle? And what happened to the dog? No one ever found out. While the whistle leaves it a mystery, I have my own theory. The dog could very well have been a victim of a shadmock. What is a shadmock, you might ask? To explain, I'll first need to brief you on the confusing genealogy of monsters. You see, the three primary monsters at the top of the family tree are the vampire, Mm -hmm. the werewolf, Mm -hmm. and the ghoul. When a vampire and werewolf breed, the offspring is called a were-vamp. A werewolf and a ghoul produce a were-goo, while a vampire and a ghoul produce a vam-goo. A were-goo and a were-vamp make a shadow. Excuse me, shade, uh, shaddy. Were-goo and a vam-goo, a maddy. And a were-vamp and a vam-goo, a ratty. Now any combination of shaddies, maddies, and ratties result in a mock. A polite term for a mongrel. And should a mock mate with any of the other hybrids, they produce a shad mock. Lowest on the monster genealog- genealogical hierarchy. Shad mocks do not touch their victims in any way. They only whistle. Vampires suck. Werewolves hunt. Ghouls tear. Shaddies lick. Maddies yawn. Mocks blow. But Shadmocks only whistle. But their whistle is very deadly. There was one particular Shadmock who lived at a remote English castle, so remote that his only friends were the pigeons. One morning, he noticed a stray cat stalking his feathered friends. And before he could do anything about it, The cat had a mouthful of the pigeon. The Shadmock let loose the eerie, inhuman whistle for his race is known. And in short order, the cat turned into, well, this. Like burned alive. 
you don't even want to know what happened to the woman he was wooing after she tried to <clears throat> run out on him and had to whistle for her to come back home. Oh. For listeners, uh, we went through a series of pictures. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll post those on, on Instagram. Yeah, but I guess briefly. And you'll see them on, on YouTube briefly, if you Briefly, you, if you're just listening, it was stills of it looked like a yeah. video or something. What sort. I'll do is I'll cut it, and we'll just have that be part of, like, a. I'll do a video where you're going through that. That part. Gotcha. Yeah, that uh, the sense. end product was a cat that looked like it had been not, not only burned, but like molten. In, yeah, molten. Like, yeah. yeah, literally it burnt literally to ash. Disintegrated. Yeah, and, disintegrated. Yeah. That's a better molten. Yeah. <laughs> what so, the fuck is that? So, yeah, Shadmocks, their whistle, whatever they're whistling. It's like a superpower. Yeah. That's and crazy. It disintegrates anything that it's whistling at. Was that a movie? About I, a I don't shed know. That, that's, that's just the uh, that's from the haunted closet um, on blogspot.com. Oh, maybe so. they made like a short about it or maybe. something. That's cool. Also, we're not going to be quizzed on the uh, the names and breeds, right? No. That, Jesus no. Christ. Dude. Which no. that oh. that was very <laughs> interesting. There's a lot to get like <laughs> yeah. going on there. Bamgoo. I want to be a bamgoo. <laughs> bamgoo. And now for my last story, which is from Reddit. And I, ha- I have a video to play at the end of this one. Ooh, I'm excited about this. When I was about eight years old, I was taking my dog for a walk through the neighborhood with my mom. All of these have dogs in it. <laughs> it was maybe 11 p.m. We lived next to a swamp slash woods area on the edge of our neighborhood in Lansing, Michigan. I remember it being very silent and silent, slightly windy. From down in the swamp, we had heard somebody whistling at us. It sounded sort of like a bird, but each whistle was different enough where the lack of consistency made it human-like. The whistle sounded higher than lower. I can't really describe it, but my mom had a concerned, slightly terrified look on her face and grabbed my hand and said that we should go inside quickly. I didn't understand because I was too young, but seeing my mom freak out made me freak out too. After a while, though, I kind of forgot about it. Two years later, I was taking my dog out again, late at night. There's a large bush that could easily obscure a person behind it, just next to the front door. As I was finishing the walk, the whistling noise started again. Same pitches, same inconsistent, human-like tone. As soon as I heard it, a chill went down my spine as I remembered exactly (coughs) the feeling of seeing my mom terrified, looking down into the swamp at something I couldn't see. Maybe she couldn't either. I ran inside as fast as possible. Years went by and I thought about it less and less. I told only a handful of people and eventually it slipped from my mind. Fast forward to last summer. I'm 24, started dating my girl Sarah. We moved out to South Dakota for work. For Independence Day, we decided to go down to Pierre and watch the fireworks along the bank of the Missouri River. There was a free camping spot behind a hospital where you could pinch your tent, hang out, and see the fireworks up the river. We were near the end of the campground, and there were very few people around us. As it was getting dark, the fireworks began. They were pretty far away, so the illumination they brought was very little. Thus, we had to sit right at the edge of the river to be able to see them. A huge thunderhead was moving in, and the storm was imminent. So the air seemed electric, and the wind was picking up. The atmosphere was eerie to say the least. The police boats herded all the other boats off the river and left our area to do that elsewhere. 
most of the other campers walked up the river to have a better view of the fireworks, but Sarah and I stayed back to gain some privacy. Suddenly, I heard the sound of a paddle, methodically dipping into the water. We saw a figure steering a canoe about 20 yards offshore. Sarah decided to go get something from the car, leaving me alone to stare at this mystery person. And then, of course, they whistled at me. My entire body was frozen and covered in goosebumps. It was the exact same whistle from my childhood. More than a decade later, or decade earlier, and over a thousand miles between locations. I looked at the figure, but it was much too dark to discern who it could be. They were wearing a hat. When they were perpendicular to the shore from me, they stopped paddling, turned the canoe to face directly at me, and whistled right at me. I was so frightened I stood up and shouted at them. Who are you? They didn't say anything. Just whistled a couple more times, turned the canoe 180 degrees, and padded, paddled out of sight. I'm a videographer, so I already had my camera by my side and was taking video of the fireworks. As the canoe was almost out of sight, I grabbed my camera and got a shot of them whistling as they went by. When Sarah came back from getting the beer, she was very confused as to why I was freaked out. When I explained, she was freaked out a little bit too. I was convinced we would both be murdered that night. How this whistling person... How did this whistling person follow me after 14 years all the way to South Dakota? Was it a coincidence? To this day, I'm more afraid of being outside in the dark where I might hear that whistling again. So many questions still unanswered. And there's an edit to the Reddit post. I said, okay, finally I spent all afternoon uploading this video. When I was still getting shots of the fireworks, I heard the whistling starting. I was too afraid at that moment to point the camera directly at the canoe. So I just turned my microphone towards it and kept a low-key shot facing down the river towards the fireworks. If you wear headphones, you can hear it better. It's the two-note whistle, high and low. You can hear me ask my girlfriend, are you whistling? Is that you? She said no, but I wasn't sure, so I told her to stop it because I was getting scared. The last shot I boosted the brightness as much as I could and still made out the person in the canoe. It looks like they're wearing a red sweater or something. So now are we going to watch the video? Alright, let's check it out. Obviously, he's filming, and his girlfriend is like, yeah, right behind him. It sounds like it's like right next to them.
insane you'll see the canoe yeah tiny like black spike like i'm confused at how well he picked up that audio and it being that far that is a little weird but at the same time that's that's the thing that they were talking about in the first story is that if he's if the whistling is near you then you're safe true but that's also completely different like lore like that's I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe he was checking the, to see if his was, girlfriend. That was, was talking being... about the South American one. Yeah. And like the lore to that one is he's like fucking three stories tall and carries a bag of bones. And then this is like obviously like yeah. a, a human um, form. Um, I don't know. I wonder because yeah, if I, you notice. I mean, if you're applying that logic. Yeah. yeah. If you notice, uh, he was picking up. The- <laughs> 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 if you notice, he was uh, picking up the fireworks going off, and it was like loud boom. So I wonder if that yeah. microphone is just. If he it's did say pointed, he turned the microphone towards yeah, it, but it, like, he kept videoing yeah. the fireworks because he didn't want to like make it look like he was. He was searching acknowledging for yeah. what was going on. Yeah. I don't know, dude. What happened there? Oh, did you unplug? There we go. What happened? <laughs> oh, I must have yanked it out. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like like he didn't want it to make it known that he was paying attention to that guy or yeah. wh- whatever it was. That that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. So and just the two tones are ominous tone. Right. And then and ha- that's another thing is the the South American one yeah, whistles song. in the oh do re mi re like scale yeah yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Also, uh, we talked about uh, dogs being in all the stories. Even in the first one, they mentioned about if you have a dog nearby, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Damn, did you just subconsciously do that? Or it's part yeah, of... Yeah, no, I, I did not realize that all these stories included dogs. I'm, I'm convinced until... that the Whistler, the Whistler thing is one thing that... I mean, there's too many... Interconnecting, <laughs> yeah, things. too many things going on that are just, right. Like, and you know what? what what's interesting? You, your with, story doesn't have dogs, does it? I don't. I don't know. Uh, what, uh, one thing that's interesting is whistling is actually one of the key forms to calling a dog. So, for, so like oh, that's true. That's weird yeah. that 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 dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you might also, be like stu- you might have accidentally stumbled onto some shit. I don't know. Possibly, maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of connection there. Uh, in the first story. With him counting his bones, I don't know if y'all have heard the um, the adage of I think I heard it on Scared to Death about like trying to ward off a demon. You can put like beans or, or something yeah. for them to count. Yeah, they have oh, to count it. Yeah, so they have to count them. They literally like, throw them at their feet and then they have to sit there and count yeah. them one by one. So that way you have time to like escape or something yeah. like that. What? So yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's also like the whole. I don't remember that. It's also like the whole thing with uh, you know Skyrim. If you walk into a tavern, you throw a candle, a silver candlestick, and they all fight. <laughs> what? You know that was a thing. Yeah, I, I played, you I walk played into Skyrim a for how many years, and I didn't know. Yeah, this? you walk in. I think it's in Riften. You walk into a tavern, and if you have a silver candlestick, you throw it in the middle of the room. Everyone will try to get it. That's a thing. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That that stems from some kind of lore of some deity or some shit like huh. that. With that, where like you, if you have a certain object and you throw it at their feet, they like 
they're going to go for that instead of going for you. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's weird, right? <laughs> it is weird. Uh, I think it was like one of those tip of the hat things. Yeah, a little kind homage. Of yeah. But, uh, dude, those were all really good. That last story was creepy as fuck. And then at the video yeah. that... Yeah, we'll have the, to. You have video, to send me the video too, so we can put that on there and stuff. Yeah, so I, I stumbled <laughs> across a person reading that story on YouTube, and mm-hmm. they they included the um, the Reddit post, mm-hmm. and but nowhere, I I think maybe the original um, video that I watched included the link to that video because mm-hmm. the video is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, but I didn't. I didn't put two two together, and yeah. I w- I listened to the story, mm-hmm. and then I watched the video because it was like in the recommended like like play next. Oh, nice! Because obviously, because he, he linked yeah. it, and most people will oh, go go sense, to yeah. that video right after, and uh, and I didn't put two and two together. I thought I thought this was like just yeah. two. You heard the incidences story of the same shit. So similar stories. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, what does happen to more than one? Because I never, person? I never finished uh, the first one. I just like read it. I, I played it to like the point where he, uh, he says like the, the whistling while they yeah. were watching the fireworks. Yeah. I never made it to the part where he like said that he uploaded the video and, yeah. and all that and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> dude i do that too i i only like will look at a story until i'm like oh that's that's good you know i, <laughs> I won't read the whole thing because i kind of want to experience it with you guys so it's like you know i try to like read as little as possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh dude those were all great stories do that you, was uh, oh yeah we we're gonna continue the the whistle oh yeah because i'm next time huh? yeah. oh, all right yeah so break. now oh yeah We will be right back after this brief sponsor break. Okay, so my story is from uh, the No Sleep Reddit, subreddit. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Correct. Uh, And it was titled, If you're in bed at night and hear someone whistling, hide immediately. Last night was by far the most terrifying night I've ever experienced in my life. I'm honestly surprised I'm here right now. If I hadn't listened to my instinct, I would have most definitely have faced a gruesome death. So please, take my advice and hide if you hear someone whistling in the middle of the night. Last night, I was super excited as this is the first two-day weekend I've had in over two months. My big plans were to buy a ton of snacks, set my recliner up to be my own little paradise, and binge-watch some Netflix. I know boring but hey i'm 30 years old and i've been done with part with the party lifestyle for a while now i feel that in my bones anyway after probably five hours straight of shoveling candy down my throat and watching my favorite shows i decided it was time to get some sleep it was about 2 a.m and way later than i've stayed up in months after cleaning my mess up and shutting the tv off i brushed my teeth and climbed in bed After 15 minutes or so, I felt my eyes getting really heavy, and I was in between that stage of being awake and asleep. That's when I heard it, a faint whistling. My ears perked up, and I listened closely. It sounded like it was coming from my neighbor's complex. We have very thin walls in our apartment, so it's not unusual to hear him at times, but never at 2 a.m. in the morning. The whistle was 
to a tune of Silent Night. The whistle made its way from my neighbor's to out in the hallway that separated our doors. A feeling of dread washed over me, and somehow I knew I needed to hide. I got up as quickly and quietly as I could and ran into my closet, closing the door all but a crack. So whoever was outside my door wouldn't hear the click of the door shutting. That's smart. Benny? It sounded like my neighbor, only his voice was somehow off. What I heard next made my heart pound in my chest. The deadbolt unlocked somehow. There was no way he could have unlocked it, not from the outside, not from outside the door. I began to sweat and was struggling to keep my breathing under control as the most intense fear I've ever felt took over my body. I'm coming. Benny? His voice changing pitch at the wrong times. My door slowly cracked open. I heard a soft dragging sound followed by a heavy thud with each step he took. I could hear his ragged breathing as he neared closer. Then he started whistling again, the same tune as before, only louder. I was fighting tears as he slowly crept closer and closer to my bedroom. I prayed to God to make this thing go away as I slammed my eyes shut. I knew this thing wasn't my neighbor, or even human for that matter. Everything about it fell off. It stopped just outside my bedroom door and didn't make a sound. From where I was in the closet, I could see the entrance to my, to my bedroom door. I wish I had never opened my eyes back up, but of course, I did. At the very top left corner, I saw a deformed head poking around the corner. The top of my door frame was at least six and a half feet tall, and this thing was hunched over. It was huge. I, could make, I couldn't make out any details of its face because my lights were off. The only lighting coming from the streetlight shining through my bedroom window. I'm actually glad I couldn't see its face because I probably would have fainted out of fear. Benny, it whispered. I squeezed my eyes shut again as I heard it enter my room. I could smell it now, and it stunk horribly of rotted death. Tears rolled down my cheeks as I thought for sure I was going to die. I could hear it yank the blankets off my bed as it searched for me letting out a grunt of confusion when it realized I wasn't there. It sat still, panting heavily, as it must have been figuring out what to do next. Then it started slowly making its way out of my room, once again whistling. Once I heard my front door shut, I finally breathed out a sigh of relief, not realizing I'd been holding my breath the entire time. I listened for a few minutes before leaving the closet, and as I sat there, I heard another door from across the hall open up. What the fu- My other neighbor, Tommy, shouted after a few minutes. His voice was cut off before he could finish his sentence, and I heard a couple of loud thuds, followed by silence. I ended up staying in my closet the whole night and woke up about an hour ago. There were police everywhere in our apartment complex as someone must have found Tommy. I haven't been questioned yet, but I'm sure I will be. I can't tell them the truth. They'll think I'm the psycho and possibly suspect me of killing Tommy. I'm going to lie and tell them I was asleep and act like I have no idea what's going on. If anyone has any clue what this thing is and what I can do to make sure it doesn't come back, I'd really appreciate it. I have a feeling it will be back tonight and I'm completely terrified. <laughs> so I'm, I'm fairly tired and the 
imitation aspect that that this freaked me out that story freaked me out <laughs> yeah it's pretty cur- I, I it freaked me out like because i only read to uh the part where where it said benny like yeah and that was it and and it sounded like my neighbor and i was like okay yeah. that sounds kind of creepy so then i and it got worse a lot worse <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, i imagined I like a like a longed neck kind of like creature like because how he says it like peaked over the door and kind of yeah. around the corner like you know like you uh, said the you said it was six feet tall yeah his door the frame door was frame. six and a half and feet tall. Crunched over yeah. It, so. yeah i was thinking of uh i think we've mentioned him before a tall guy from haunting at hill house the dude that floats yeah kind of like he's kind of like a hat man with his cane or yeah. whatever oh it's i can like totally in the way that. that in the show where he like creeps under the door like where he has to oh my god dude so shout out to that Reddit post. That was that was amazing. That was terrifying. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, I'm all sweaty. I'm all sweaty now. It's also very hot. <laughs> yeah, but the whistling, it's like silent night, so Yeah, I, I think I think that's probably the, the creepy part. Or, I don't know, there's something creepy about <clears throat> whistling songs compared to like just whistling yeah. random notes yeah there was yeah. another one that i had seen that i almost did but what i read about the whistling part was it was a frank sinatra song it was a fly uh, me to the moon i mean what what other sinatra song do people whistle uh <laughs> the my town or whatever but, my way or my way. new york it's a good good chance it would be fine yeah to the moon. but yeah like apparently that was like the song but yeah you know what now yeah every story that i saw it had like a thing where it was a song. It was a song right. that you knew. Man, that's weird. All right. That is creepy. All right, what's your story? Well, one. So let's get let's, let's let's get away from whistling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, that one's gonna stick with me for a while, I think. I, I, again, <laughs> I've been on the road a lot today and out yeah. in the sun. And remember, dude, if you hear like a, it, it's like a whole other day for you. And the thing yeah. is, is you've heard whistling, haven't you? At night, I've heard whistling here with Colby. Uh, you so, want to tell us that, Paul? Yeah, before you get into oh, your we, story. We could. I mean, I think we've covered it before, but basically we're sitting here. Not really. You just... I mean, nothing really happened yeah, of it. Uh, were we messing with in-ears at the time? I don't yeah. remember what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, we were testing our, our inner system. So we have in-ears currently in, which are replacements for our headphones. Mm-hmm. And we were testing them out with our new transmitter. And I think we both had them in, and I thought I heard whistling in the room. And I like, I didn't say anything. I was like... You heard that, right? Now, to be fair, I did have a baseball game playing on his computer. But that would have been like a like a like a whistle. Like well, a no, sh- see, I, I what I think it was because uh, I'm a big skeptic uh-huh. uh, is um, the baseball game that I was watching. The <clears throat> the person running it had a bullhorn, and he was announcing through the bullhorn, and the bullhorn had a like a police siren on it. So it was oh, like, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And so. Yeah. It could have been that, that it was just like bleeding through um, the microphones that we were using. I mean, I mean, that's possible. It was like, so you guys had these. Yeah, we were testing out. We were testing out the podcast with the in-ears. Microphone was not hot. We were just listening uh, to music. I thought we had so the microphone we might have. That's possible. I'm pretty sure we did. Okay, maybe so. Either that, or it was just playing through the speaker and it was bleeding into. Yeah. So either you heard whistling, yeah, and you need to make sure you hide, <laughs> or. See, I never heard it, and we were both had the same. 
Yeah. See, we have that's the same creepy volume. though too because I've read stories where only one person in the room hears yeah, the like, whistling. Even even if it was I'm sorry. <laughs> even if it was that it was like, that fuck. siren, even if it was that siren, I didn't hear it. Yeah, and you should have yeah. if you really think about it. How predominant was it? Like was it I thought it was intense? in the room. So it was that loud? Yeah. You were also sitting here. Yeah, I was sitting there. And the, that's the, the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'm ready to do my story. <laughs> also, um, we'll give another quick shout out to Wolfskin because they have a song called Rhea, Rhea, R-H-E-A. Yeah, our main yeah. character shares that same name. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. All right, let's get into it. No title to this one. Uh, the closest thing you could title it as is 273. 273. Um, hi, I don't know if anybody's getting this. My name's Rhea Wallace, and I need help. I don't know where I am, just that I've been here for about... 273 days and I only know that because of them I call them that because the robes they wear dark as night and hiding everything from their faces to their genders and everything about them every week a new one comes into my little concrete prison and checks on me runs tests to okay I need to go back or this isn't going to make any sense hell it still might make any sense after I'm 31, I've lived in my hometown all my life, and I'm completely average with an average hobby and an average job. And I don't know why I was chosen, but they took me. They strapped me down and one of them, it hurt and I was so scared and fuck. They told me that I was lucky, that I was the 700th person person they chose The 700th that they chose in a long, long line of carriers. I might even be the perfect host for the fucking devil spawn alien baby or parasite or whatever they implanted in me. (laughs) Shit. And wasn't I just so glad that they'd been working on it tirelessly to ensure that everything would would go smoothly. After all, I might have been kidnapped, but my room had a television, a nice bed, and... They even let me keep my phone. I also want to point out that every time they say they, it is capitalized. So it's they as in, like, the being, the thing. They don't know what it is. Okay. They deleted all of my contacts. The first thing I did was call the police, and to my surprise, it went through. The dispatcher told me repeatedly that nothing was wrong, that this was legal, that they should be so lucky to carry the next step in human evolution that I should be honored to make the sacrifice. So, yeah, not a lot of luck in that department. I've tried to escape on 73 different occasions, each failing spectacularly. With a pitying look and a, quote, we know what's best for you, from which everyone catches me. And then I begin to get desperate. Look, I'm not proud to admit it, but I'm reaching my breaking point. The feeling of numb acceptance enveloped me. And I tried to slash my wrist with the twisted shards of metal I'd ripped from the television. Obviously, that didn't work, given how I'm alive to send this message. But I didn't expect the utter disdain from them. No, not disdain. Disgust. Their typically cheerful in demeanor. Their typically cheerful demeanor melted as two of them held me down. A third working on my wounds. A fourth checking my stomach as if I had already killed their 
sick little experiment. And the fifth screamed. Mostly at me, I think. It was all kind of a blur. And I mostly remember pleading for them to just let me die. They didn't listen. And dragged me to what they referred to as their birthing chamber. Once they determined me a survivor, that is. It wasn't much longer after that, that in my concrete room, scared with a desperate with desperate scratch marks and fake flaking blood, massive claw marks scourging the stone in the deep gouges. He's back in the prison cell. Or she, they rare. After that Was that in the music or was my audio messing up? Please tell me that was in the music. <laughs> I don't know. After that, I was left with nothing but my phone. Dude, that freaked me out. <laughs> that scared me. What the fuck? After that, I was left, left with nothing but my phone, unable to do much, but feel the ab- agonizing growth of whatever monster they'd inserted within me, and it was growing. I can feel its talons tearing my innards to shreds every time it shifts, and I began coughing up blood a few days ago. I'm pretty sure it's broken two of my ribs. I can feel them grinding together. They're threatening to puncture my lungs with every gasping, gurgling breath I take. And I beg for them to help, but but I've just come to the realization that I'm the vessel. Just the vessel. In fact, the pain seemed to delight them, as if it was my fault, my punishment for a crime that I wasn't aware I committed. I started this off as a cry for help, but I know in reality that there will be no help for me. I'm too far gone. And I can't do anything to stop it from digging its way out of me. So I guess I'm posting this to warn people. I'm obviously not the first one that they've done this to. And I don't think I'll be the last. Or that I'll give life to their perfect savior. I don't know what the criteria is when they look at selecting their victims. So... Just fight like hell if you see them coming for you. If you can't get away, I recommend slicing your throat open or maybe sticking a gun in your mouth. After all, if there's truly a fate worse than death, I've already experienced it. That story made me feel some type of way. I'm fucking. Okay. I did not like that at all. The audio story aside, did y'all hear shit out like in yeah. the room? I thought I heard yeah. stuff. I heard and clicking. I, and then I felt like I was being watched like, the whole <laughs> Dude, fucking time you it's were talking. Daylight, daylight, it's daylight outside. Yeah. I kept looking and over we're at this terrified. Like that. I kept looking at that little crack in the fucking blinds over there, and I'm like, I'm just waiting to like look away <laughs> and then look up, and there's someone standing there, and like that was. I hate that you said that. Some like, the thing that got me about that story is the ominous, the like the yeah. The so they. so okay when when the audio cut out or like had that thing go on that that I did okay, put that I in got there. Jesus. Oh, Oh my God. But the perfect like timing of it is a little odd. It scared me. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, how did that work yeah. so well? Because yeah. literally, then, it kept doing perfect pauses on words. And then, and literally, things thirty seconds after that, I heard. I heard. The yeah, I heard something. Well, it did sound like cl- still, I thought something fell. Like, and it sounded like something was being like tapped on or clicked. Yeah. So that could have been something falling in. Yeah. You know that. Fuck. <laughs> it was funny too because I reacted to something and then I look at Colby and Colby's like, Yeah, yeah I saw y'all doing it. I saw y'all doing it and I just kept moving with it. 
Cool. Oh man! All right. So yeah. just start, a completely just random, start creepy season. story, dude. That Very story fun. was really good. Yeah. Shout out to whoever did that. We'll put it in the show um, notes. And the whole aspect of the story was just built, and the fact that it just didn't, you know, it's like, hey, just off yourself if you get in this yeah. situation. Whatever it's it like, is, is, it can't be. Those as types bad. of endings fuck with me because it's like, so that could have been real for all we know. Like, yeah, could have been no real. Idea. They had access to their phone. And, and Any it, of yeah. these stories can be real, Josh. That's true. Just one of them. Just one of them has to be the real. ones I write. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Maybe but it's like a suppressed memory. Didn't know. you say you had a story about something happening here? With what? Yeah, last episode you said you had something that scared yeah, you. We asked you like what? Um, something on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that one out. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, so, so that I can be I can tell you what actually happened if you no, want. No, I would much yeah. rather you write it I'm out. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna twist it. It's not gonna be like what happened. Either way, <laughs> okay. that'll be cool. Because then it'll be a whole thing, and then you can tell what actually okay. and what yeah. you changed. Yeah, Fair no, enough. that's cool. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that was a good man. This is a good episode. This is a a heavy, it's a creepy one yeah, for, in a weird I way. How terrifying that backing track is. <laughs> that's a. Did you, you? Did you made that? Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. It was really next good. episode with the AEC on. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> right. we're going to have to take a break and, yeah. then, uh, and then come back and do it. So Ooh. I guess that's it, huh? Are we ready to draw from Steven Alexander? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, which well, might, well, mine won't be. Well, you had, you have, oh, that's you have a right. Story, so we're right? doing two stories you back draw. to back. Yeah, we're, we're doing do back have? to back. So the next episode, uh, we're just going to. We're recording the next episode oh, that's right, right after this. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so we we'll, won't have anything from so you. So this next episode, episode 20... Well, you want to draw for 24? Well, we, we can draw for 24 well, we can... on episode 23. Yeah. We'll do it like that. Okay. So 23 is a free-for-all. Uh, so uh, we'll <laughs> just do whatever... Stephen Alexander escapes being do. opened yeah, this time. Escape this time. There might be some confusion there for listening. Yeah. <laughs> you just heard us deliberate <laughs> what, was the, what we're going to do. Stephen Alexander so. is a... Um, a vessel, a vessel of stories, a vessel full of little notes that have story topics on them, yes. and we pull one each episode, except and for this episode because we are doubling yeah. up. So yeah. right after the conclusion of this, we already have our stories for the next episode. Yeah. Correct. So it's pretty cool. So with Stephen Alexander, we actually bring the paper and the wax sealants that we use to seal the uh, story paper. Uh, to shows and so if you're ever at a show and you got a story that you want to write for us if to you're, you know <laughs> yeah if you're gonna be in Midland San Angelo or Houston in yeah. the and next I, couple and shows and I just realized new listeners are probably still confused as to why it's named that oh yeah you Alexander wanna, is that was a be- fan voted right Alexander is because um, there is a a creature named Alexander on a video game yeah it's on uh, oh, Elden Ring Elden, Elden Ring. Ring it's a jar literally and then Stephen was just a that was the fan. That was thing, uh, a name chosen by our good friend Warlock. Yeah, <laughs> like just name it Steve. That's what he said. He said name it Steve, and then we came so up we, with yeah. Stephen Alexander. Steven yeah. Alexander. So yeah, that's so we're not pulling out of a person. <laughs> it is a jar, in fact. Even Yet. though that would be kind of like cool <laughs> aspects, like, like we draw our stories from a body, a the body like of Steve taxidermized head. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Well, we did have put the some mask hinges on his jaw, just. <laughs> 
Oh my Why God. does it have to be? <laughs> you remember the, y'all remember? Oh, was it Jax's fatality on on? Oh on, yeah, he literally he, would rip your oh, he, the top part off. Yeah. Yeah. He pops the top of your your head oh, off, and then he puts a cigarette on. That, that was a, the brutality. Uh, was brutality? Brutality. Yeah, yeah. brutality. yeah, dude. All I right. Guess this is, that's a good little point. Uh, if this is since this is kind of a new era of the show yeah if you're just now joining us yes the main goal is to scare someone at the table and if yeah. you're this far into it and you're still here thank you yeah but <laughs> thank you so uh, much. we are all nerds gamers yeah so we're gonna like this is just kind of how it is this yeah is our being <laughs> yeah of, we're gonna have yeah. banter where we talk about things especially like well you remember the mothman episode and we just went on a tangent about, about fallout, fallout? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man yeah but so. um all right well i guess that's the end of the episode so that's it for episode 22 of Dead Reflections Podcast. We'd like to shout out our friends in uh, Dark Hour Podcast and Hauntedly Podcast. Here is a little short clip of uh, Hauntedly Podcast so you can see what that podcast is about. We encourage y'all to give them a listen and to check them out. Follow us at Dead Reflections Podcast on all social medias or follow the link tree to find our socials, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Email us at deadreflectionspod at gmail.com to submit your stories, tell us how we're doing, tell us that we don't have enough candles on the table. And for me to not burn myself <laughs> yeah, every yeah. time I reach across. Tell Josh them. not to burn himself anymore. All band-related social medias can be found at, at FWFTX everywhere. Please don't forget to leave a rating or review anywhere you listen. They really do help us and help us get our name out there to find new listeners. Thank you for all your continued support. And remember, tell your family, tell your friends, and tell the monsters under your bed to listen to Dead Reflections Podcast. Have a spoopy night. I'm going to start a tally on the table for how many times you burn your arm. Wait, what was it? <laughs>